Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, where we uh, talk about Kingdom Hearts instead of talking about Disney movies like we do on the other weeks. I'm Steven, and oh yeah, Kat, we're going to do our intro on this part, and then put it at the beginning of the episode. I'm Kat, and as always, I'm here against my will. <laughs> Wait, nobody here is named Will. Jojo, your name is now Will. Uh, <laughs> play along, babe. Only until we get to a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> game that involves well, if you pirates. you eat it all this weekend. <laughs> there you go. Only until we get to a Kingdom Hearts game that involves Pirates of the Caribbean again, because that already has a will. Well, then we'll change at that point. Yeah, yeah but that's not going to happen again until a Kingdom Hearts 3, so you got a bit. And we have a good long way, so be quiet, Will. Go back to what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, and fucking the way they handle that world. Anyway, we'll get there. Uh, we're doing yeah. stuff out of order this week. Also, we're recording super late, super duper late because <laughs> because neither of us had a very good weekend. Um, <laughs> we were both plagued in one way or another. Right. Anyway. Mental, so emotional, we're doing, physical. Yeah, so we're doing the... <laughs> I did actually finally get closure on something that happened years ago, so that was cool. We do that later, though. I said we discuss that later. Oh, Yeah. I meant to post about it in the Discord, and then I forgot. So I guess the, I guess if anyone asks me once this episode goes up. Anyway, we're doing well, the questions. The Discord after, but for right now. Well, you and me can talk about it later, obviously, yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. We're, we're doing questions first, because we're recording this on like a Thursday night. And then tomorrow night, we're going to record the actual episode. And yeah. mostly because, fuck it, I decided I'm going to actually stick this at the beginning of the episode. That's why you guys are hearing it first. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, question number one. Uh, Kat, you can go ahead. It's from Veer. You can, most of these are from Veer, actually. Uh, you can go ahead and click on the spoiler. Fuck you, Veer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Veer had the, had the spoiler tagged, but it says, so how about that? And then in all caps, spoiler. Crazy, huh? Darn right it is. It's wild. You can't see me, I'm flipping off my tablet right now. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Damn it. Hang on. Uh, Ow. <laughs> I think I officially have the hiccups. You sexually I, have the hiccups? I said officially. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess it's also a possibility. Sure. <laughs> be like fucking business time, but instead of business socks, it's business hiccups. Hey, Julie. I think they're also... <laughs> I think they're also gone now. Oh, Julie texted me like a little bit ago. What did she say? Oh, it was, <laughs> she, she was just telling me how she did on the Wordle. Anyway, uh, here's the second question. Which organization members would make the best crew to pull to pull blah, 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 to pull some high God damn it, to pull some major high profile robberies? Why was that so no, hard that. to say? And honestly, I don't think any of these motherfuckers could pull off a heist. No, no matter how many of them you toss at it. Like, they would be either too smart for their own good, they would overthink things and get caught, or they would be like Axel and Larksy and their little group and just like bumble into the hidden security systems. 
Right? Yeah, so exactly. You've got, okay, if we do the ice cream trio, Roxas and Sion don't know what they're doing and end up getting caught. Axel runs off, or runs into danger to either save them or keep them out of danger, getting himself caught in the process. Uh, we, Larxene would probably say that uh, she can work the distraction, but let's be honest, no, she can't. <laughs> she, uh, someone would end up seeing right through her. She would get mad and cut and break their face, and then everyone would get caught. Yeah. Basically, same with Marluxia. Vexen is convinced that he's smarter than the entire security system. He is not. He gets everybody caught. Zimnus and Syx yeah. don't care enough to do it. He is the reason that everybody it. else gets caught. Exactly. Uh, Zimnus and Syx don't care enough to do it, so they're not going. Zigbar, act- uh, you know what? Actually. Uh, Roxas and uh, Cinnamon Roll. You know what? Actually. Because they are too innocent to be involved. Yeah, there's also that. I think I might have accidentally stumbled on a workable crew. Okay, so if we did Zigbar, Luxord, and Demix, that could probably work. <laughs> because uh, Luxord, his power is explicitly supposed to be time, but the thing we see him do more is putting shit into cards, like playing cards and stuff, like, you know, having like a bunch of them fly by and then, ooh, you disappeared, stuff like that. So he could just use that to, like, get past areas or to, like, shut off cameras or something, I feel like. Or he could just fucking toss them. Uh, Zigbar, his thing is, it's either space or gravity. I forget what the actual explanation is, but the point is the man can basically go wherever he wants. And then Dimix, I mean, the water clones are probably helpful in there somewhere. Plus, the three of them just seem like they'd be fun together. So you know what? There. That's my answer. I think the three of them... Could either A, make it work, or B, fail, but at least be entertaining. The point is I'd watch that movie. There we go. <laughs> uh, now, who... Oh, wait. Okay, now, who all is in the team of international detectives that was made to catch them? can be made up from Kingdom Hearts, games, and or Resonant Beats. You can also pick one character who isn't either of those. No, I'm going to stick Amelia? with just Kingdom Hearts for this. Amelia would definitely be part of it if we run a resume. Amelia would definitely be part of it because, you know, that's her moral code. Um, Mint <laughs> would somehow bring down the entire crime <laughs> ring just because he picked up, like, three of the members and hugged them at once, which caused all their other plans to collapse. Right. <laughs> but then Umbreon causes something to explode it. and lets them get away. Um... If we're just doing Kingdom Hearts characters, I feel like it would be explicitly just the assholes that we already have in between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, which is Diz forcing Namine and Riku to tolerate him slash do his bidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he, like, he would just force them to, like, catch the, the robbers or whatever. Yeah. Neither of them would care enough to, like, be enthusiastic about it. But, like, they're both scared of him to some degree, it seems like. So he'd he'd force them. Oh, absolutely. Okay, and then you can click on the next, um... <laughs> you can click on the next spoiler, but you don't have to do this. <laughs> well, go ahead and read the questions. This is all you. Oh, wait, okay. What? No, because the next question is quick. Cat, tell us everything you remember from the Arknights episodes. The giant buzzsaw, which I would fucking love to have. 
the giant buzzsaw sword weapony thingy, and I remember like a lighthouse and a mirror that may or may not have like evil counterparts or just their two parallel worlds, but mostly I remember the giant buzzsaw thing. And I want one. <laughs> well the next question is buzzsaw or really big pizza cutter. So I guess the answer buzzsaw. is buzzsaw. Buzzsaw that could also double as a pizza cutter, because I mean come Ooh. on, a girl's gotta have multi uh multi utensils. There we go. Oh god. The members of Organization thirteen are now squad captains and lieutenants of the Soul Society. Who are the captains and who are the lieutenants? I'm going to say right off the bat, my first immediate thought, actually my first two thoughts were that Marty one, let's say is... be a lieutenant just because she would be so pissed off that she <sighs> wasn't quite skilled enough to be a captain. Fucking Marluxia as a captain and her as the lieutenant would be some terrible, terrible energy and I love it. Um, Axel would somehow be a captain, but he would have dual vice captains, and they would be Roxas and and Xion. My first thought was that Roxas and Xion would just be those two idiots that like take up vice captaining for Ukitake. So there we oh, go. Absolutely. There you go. That works too. <laughs> um, Vexen slots pretty easily into. Um, I keep forget. I forget what number most of these guys are in charge of, mainly because I haven't uh, done anything with Bleach in a while. But Vexen slots pretty easily into Kuratsuchi's role. Actually, probably uh, too well. Squad Eleven, the research Thank and you. development. Yeah, that was it. Um, I feel like like Seiya's could probably take over. Is it Squad Ten that uh, no, Kimpachi is at? Twelve. That's twelve. Twelve. Eleven is Kimpachi. Twelve is the research with Mayuri. Okay. Then yeah, um, I feel like like Seiya's could probably. Uh, slot in actually Lexeus and or Zaldin could probably slot into um squad eleven pretty easily. Cause like that's the Kenpachi squad, like the bloodthirsty squad. Right. They're not so well Zaldin's kind of bloodthirsty. Lexeus isn't exactly bloodthirsty. Actually no, he's he'd be more Kamamura energy. Surprisingly physically strong. I'd be more but like also squad, really chill. what was that? Squad eight, I think. I think. I don't remember. Seven I don't think we don't <laughs> we don't have any healers, so like nobody's going to squad four. Well, but I mean, to be fair, if, if <laughs> they're you untouched. know the entire manga, you don't necessarily have to be a healer. To be I mean, if you've read the manga, then you kind of, I'm not going to give any spoilers here, but. Okay, that's fair. But the squad as is, is explicitly the doctors. Also, as its original intended purpose, yes, is healers. Yes. Also, tell me Hanataro is still around. Tell me that little precious snowflake survives. He's never really clarified, but I mean, it's not explicitly stated he's dead. So yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> it's assumed that yeah, he's still around. Good, I liked him. He was a good boy. Uh, was awesome. Fucking Zimnis. I guess you got to put him at Squad One just because he's the leader. Yeah, he wishes he he still wouldn't be Yamamoto. He'd be the. <laughs> No, he wouldn't even be the lieutenant because Sasakibe was held in high regard. He'd be like a lower seat. <laughs> he would be a seat, but he wouldn't be like one or two. Uh, he wouldn't be captain or vice captain. Okay, this is uh, this might be get showing too much of my hand, but um, this is something that's not going to pay off for a long time, and you might forget by the time we get there anyway. Zigbar would be, um, I forgot his name now. What squad are you thinking of or what character? I forgot their, I told you I forgot the numbers. Um, 
Just uh, what character are you thinking of? I could probably name it. The bad guy. The bald guy? The bad guy. I forgot. No, the bald guy's Ikaku. I forgot oh, the bad I- guy's name. Aizen, Captain of the Squad 5. Aizen, thank you, yeah. Zigbar okay. would have basically the same role as Aizen in the overall story. It actually would be surprising, or be satisfying, considering how Aizen eventually got his ass kicked. That is true. Uh, Next question. I, real quick, last one. I feel like Axel slots into Renji's spot pretty well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, one, oh, not God. Does that have the spiky red hair. Does that mean that Saix would be his um, Captain Kuchki? Byakuya? Oh, my God. <laughs> because I feel like who, that who works. Would be, who would be Byakuya's uh, Rukia? Oh, Maybe God. Oh, it's some, there's someone I can't say, but there is someone outside of the organization okay, well, that, put, that works. Put a pin in that. We'll get back to it when you can say. Well, partly I can't say it because it's a person who was introduced in, like, Kingdom Hearts 3, and we haven't officially gotten their introduction still. So I can't... I can't say it, I know. I know. I can't say because spoilers, but also because I don't know. But also, let's move on, just to be on the safe side for everybody. Yeah, there we go. The real Kingdom Hearts heads know who I'm talking about, though. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking the next one was Veer posted a set of or posted a video that had clips from the big green dub of one of the DBZ movies. We'll which I'm gonna be honest, I watched the episode. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I skipped around and watched like a minute or two collectively of it before we got started. Uh, the question was, between Roxas, Shion, and Axel, who gets their voice swapped with the uh, with that dub's version of Goku, Bulma, and Big Green? Piccolo? First off, I was expecting this to just be the Team 4-star dub. I didn't, I didn't know what Big Green meant. I thought it was just a reference to them calling uh, the Team 4-star dub, calling, um, I think, Dende, Little Green, and then later mm-hmm. on Big Green. Not the point. Uh, so I was expecting it to just be those voices. Fucking, it ain't. Goku sounds so different. <laughs> Piccolo, the couple of scenes that I skipped around and saw him in still sounded basically the same. And I'm going to say he would still work for Axel, because that had been my original thought anyway. Um, Shion getting stuttery Bulma would actually be kind of funny, which means that surprisingly suave-sounding Goku gets shoved onto Roxas, which is a weird image that I don't know that I was ready for. Mm-hmm. The, the dogs are asleep. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was this What was this one in the spoilers? Cat, tell us and Steven about your favorite Final Fantasy XIV story moment. It can be from the main story, dog quest, or anything else. Let Steven get a taste of their own medicine. That's a question. What, what, what? That's right below the DBZ thing. Um, um... I think it was when, like, one of the people that I was in a guild with, like, we basically wound up flying around. He drove me from, like, little quest point to quest point so I could level up, but it was, like, in the equivalent of a flying car. (gasps) Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Yeah, and I have a picture, too, where it's, like, literally, it's, like, a greased-up, like, flying car, and my character, Linnea, and her, as Steven put it, her 
Kingdom Hearts ass looking outfit. Just sitting there <laughs> chilling in the passenger seat. And like he would drop me off and I'd go and do my passenger thing and then climb back in the car and off we go. Oh, yeah. I think you did tell me about that. That sounds familiar. Yeah, probably did. I sent you. I know I sent you pictures because I was riding in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking looks like. Forever. I need to get back into that. Fucking your character looks like a character we're going to meet in the next game. Anyway. Yes, we've been over this, Steven. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because you know who Aqua is. Never mind. I can, t- I can say her name. Um, fucking his next question. The last question from Veer that he spoilered was Uwu or Owo. And I guess Uwu, because that's the first one that I always think of. <laughs> Owo. <coughs> there you have it. Two kinds of people. Aurora, currently posting as Isle of Aurora. Which organization members would you put on a Scooby Doo type mystery team? Fucking, you gotta go with the ice cream trio. That's like a given. Do what? The cinnamon roll team. Yeah, exactly. Team cinnamon roll, ice cream trio. Gotta be the um, Roxas, Sheon, Axel. Mostly because I feel like the others wouldn't. You got those three, but who would they also bring along as Scooby Doo? That's true. Because the uh, oh yeah, the next question was um, what heartless no or nobody. Uh, gets to be their talking dog. <laughs> and oh, that that's where it's a little bit harder. They are nobodies, I so I no, want to... I see them forcing Larkseen to dress up and be like, nope, you're Scooby. No, not Larkseen. She wouldn't do it. She shoves the costume onto Dimmix. <laughs> so Ruby it's Dimmix... It's Dimmix dressed up as a, as a dusk, and he fucking hates it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> God, that's actually really good. Uh, and that is the end of questions. So tomorrow night... Yay! yay we, <laughs> why did I say yay? So tomorrow night, we will record the me telling her of the game part for this episode. I haven't said that awkwardly. But y'all will hear that in like a few seconds. So whatevs. Ah, Alright, let's go ahead and get to this before we both fall asleep. Okay, before we get started on the time we did get a couple more questions in so like we might as well what the hell um first off was deep sea who says what would the nobodies of mystery ink be like give them nicknames if you want i don't want to sit here and try to mix up everybody's name and then add an x to it also i don't want to sit here and try to figure out if shaggy's would use a mixed up X plus X version of Norville or Shaggy, no. so I'm not going to do the next. We are not, men- no, you do not bring Norville into this shit. We do not discuss that fucking train wreck of a show. No, not even that. Not Velma, but like his canon name is no, I Norville. Know. I know, Just like- but unfortunately now that name has been sullied. Yeah, that's fair. No, his name isn't Sully. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, also Scooby's my, name. My opinion is just to blanket everything is the nobodies of Mystery Inc. They would be like all they would all look vaguely like them, but yeah. also like slightly misshapen as if they were wearing costumes like the villains did in the actual show. Yeah, this one's not really as this isn't really a spoiler, but it's something that will be clarified later just because we haven't seen any of them before yet. But like, surprise, you're going to the next game that we do since it's a flashback you're gonna see some of them so like not even really a spoiler but the anyway the point is nobody's as fucking aside from roxas he's a special case that we'll find out about nobody's tend to look just like they did before but with like minor differences 
Like Axel, so, literally um, they the would, they would look like the gang, but just they'd be slightly off, like they were wearing gang suits. Yeah, something like that. Like like if, like if a nor- like if a normal kid was dressing up like Mystery Inc for Halloween, it would look slightly off. Yeah, like Axel, the only difference is like the marks under his eyes. I think Zigbar has like more no, gray with, in his hair. That, no, 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 no. With Axel, they wouldn't be able to get the hair floof right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the nobodies of Fred and Daphne and Velma and Scooby and oh, Shaggy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so okay. like. Scooby Axel, would like, no, they, they would not be able to floof the hair right yeah so it'd be something like scooby's spots are arranged a little bit differently um Whereas ascot would be tied wrong yeah stuff like that like they would look the same but like like i said minor differences like axel just having those little marks under his eyes and that's the shaggy, only one i can ever remember off the top of my down. head the nobody shaggy would turn down free food god but that's the other thing is they all just like act like edgier versions of themselves so yeah like they'd still solve mysteries but they'd all be kind of assholes about it <laughs> so it really would be like velma crossed with mystery inc i mean a little i, I guess reincorporated and i love that show so, Dude. so jojo and i joked that we were going to try to watch like a couple episodes of velma just to see if it was really that bad don't we you're better than that for the first episode yeah you don't deserve that no, and then we stopped. We're like, no, we we can't, we can't. And plus, we don't I, want to give it. Any, they already fucking greenlit season two before yeah. season one was even out. Oh yeah, no, babe. Like after season one, and it got widely <laughs> panned. They've already done season two. Yeah, um, I found somebody on YouTube and like watched her reaction videos for all of them, so I know what happens. Videos and the reactions are actually really good, but and the like, show itself is a what? fucking. Well, what's even wilder is like the last few episodes, like there's a little bit of something there. Like they actually were trying to build up a story and like carry this into season two. But it's like you already ruined whatever goodwill you would have had that kept people watching by being such a complete fucking train wreck in the first couple episodes and then still being basically a train wreck ever since then. So, no, I'm sorry. You're starting to throw in kernels that Mystery Inc. is forming and no one cares anymore. Too fucking bad. Artie's looking up at me like, Dad, why are you mad? Oops. Stop the questions about your recording because it's already almost 10. Yeah. uh, uh, Anyway, so the next question, we can lightning round this in years. Um, Flutterdark says, I got a question for once. If this is too late, just write it down for next time. Too bad. We're doing it now. Uh, how are people in the worlds not completely panicking at the constant heartless invasions? I know that this I know isn't. This. I, I have the answer to this. Yes. From Hercules, when they go to the Big Olive and they're talking about, you know, was that before or after the earthquake? I know, right? So yeah, and Hercules, they're just so used to disasters that they're just nonchalant that's, about that's it. My head can. It's just like no, it's like no, no, it's like no. It was after the earthquake because then there was the volcano. But like. <laughs> For real, though, we don't see people freak out about the Heartless as much as you would think that they fucking should. Like, Traverse Town... They're so fucking used to weird shit happening that they're like, oh, great. Well, that's that's Traverse Town. Traverse Town only uh, is, like, a sort of in-between world, almost. Like, it exists when people have been shot out from their home worlds and need a place to land. So, like... Anyone who lives in Traverse Town has already dealt with shit, but, like, Aladdin doesn't, like, the people in Agrabah are just fucking people, and then Heartless show up. They should be freaking out. Actually, I guess it's saved by the virtue, or by virtue of the fact that, like, all of these Disney movies manage to have batshit stuff happen in them anyway, 
So, I guess everyone gets desensitized just by the bullshit that happens in their own movie universe, huh? Artie, are you going to stop licking my arm? No. Yeah. Like in the Pirates of the Caribbean world, it's like, yeah, we got attacked by pirates. Oh, now the pirates are weird little bug guys? Sure. Smack, smack. Smack, smack. Sure, why smack, not? Smack. Uh, and then Veer had said, Cat, see, but don't uncensor till you've given your answers. Okay, we already did. So an important detail to remember is that each game has us play as a Keyblade wielder, and Heartless are attracted to Keyblade wielders due to their tasty hearts. So, that is true. It hasn't been explicitly stated yet, but that's somewhere in the series. The Oh, wait, no, they've said in the first game even that Heartless are drawn to the Keyblade. Never mind. Uh, anyway, uh, so the player character will naturally draw in hordes of Heartless, from across the world, since they usually only attack in groups of 5 to 20, it can be assumed that even on a world with Heartless, the average person simply wouldn't come across one. This is actually a fair possibility. In the cases where someone, yeah, is, in the cases where someone is controlling the Heartless to attack people slash places, then there usually is, a ma er, is mass panic. We just don't see it because Kingdom Hearts hasn't been <laughs> nameless in PCs yet. That's fucking true. That's the other thing, is that these worlds don't have people in them. <laughs> They're not wrong, is the thing. Yeah. Bah. 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 Quit teasing but yeah, I guess in fairness, the only people we've ever seen be actually chill about the Heartless are the people in Halloween Town. And that's because they're all, they're all already monsters. Because that's par for the course for them. They're just like, hey, sweet, more costumes. Basically. Because remember they showed up and Jack was like, can we make these things dance? Because that'd be fun. Right. <laughs> can, we, can we do a thing with this? No. All right. What else? <laughs> All right. Are we ready for timer? We are. Do you remember what happened last time, though? I do not, but we're already like forty-five minutes in. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, basically, Xion's missing, and yeah, you can go ahead and start. Uh, basically, Xion is missing, and Zimnus and Saix are like, don't even fucking bother looking for her. If she shows up, she shows up. If not, then whatever. She can die. And Rox is like, but that's mean. <laughs> And that's basically where we are. Also, Axel is definitely not hiding anything <laughs> from Roxas. And Miss Dunkley. Arty, 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 arty. Anyway, so we are picking up at day 276, which is called Disorder. And it starts with... And it starts on the beach at Destiny Islands. You know, where we, where Sora and them live. Um, kind of... <laughs> Uh, and it shows Sora waking. Or we start with the scene from the first game where uh, Sora woke up on the beach and got startled by Kyrie leaning over him. Except that, like, the screen is all fuzzy and there's no audio except for uh, Treasured Memories, which you probably won't know by name, but is the song that I have play under whenever I'm reading any of the, like, Ansem reports or Roxas diaries. Uh -huh. That's called Treasured Memories. So, like, that's play right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Then it. <laughs> <clears throat> then it transitions to Roxas uh, sitting on the beach and holding a shell and thinking about Xion, but the music is still playing, but like we're also just getting regular audio back. Like I think we hear him sigh and we can hear the waves and stuff like that. <sighs> uh, he notices someone in the distance in an organization cloak. Uh, so he's running over there. And then we see that person in the organization cloak. And it's Xion. And she removes her hood. But then it's Zexion. Actually, I think I had a picture. Because you may not remember who Zexion is. The names all blur together. Exactly. Not in episodes, not in mailbag, not in... Hang on. 
One sec. There it is. I answered my post. Fucking go. Give me a second. I gotta switch back over to Anson Reports out of the recording studio. Already what? Already what? Oh, hello, gorgeous. I do remember him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it's like, it's the figure uh, takes off their hood and it's Sion, but then like it flashes and then it's Zexion and um, it's replaying... What? No, Cranberry's fussing and I'm like, I already gave you your food and you have water. Jojo's in the kitchen, oh. so he apparently thinks he's getting something. I'm like, you've already got food. Jojo's in the kitchen with Barry. <laughs> Fine, fucking go. But you're just gonna want back in. He just basically Do what? He just gave a very heavy nose exhale in the background. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Oh my god, these idiots are out there barking at each other. Oh my god. Anyway, not the point. Carry on, Steven. Just carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Fucking basically. Anyway, this is replaying a scene from Chain of Memories where Zexion was like uh, talking to Riku. Also, we see Riku like Roxas is watching this, but it's nothing can in- no one's interacting with him. It's like if he just hopped, if he like blue skadooed into the movie and was just standing there watching the characters play out. <sighs> Anyways, doing the scene from Chain of Memories where. Um, Riku had just talked to Titus, Waka, and Selfie, and they were like, and they ran off and didn't really acknowledge him. And then Zexion shows up and is like, "Surely you knew this would happen. Everybody, or you've given up all of your memories of home." And he's like, "But no, I do remember them. They were my best friends." And he's like, "Yeah, but you gave up your friends for darkness. Think about it." That's that's basically what that scene was. Um, oh yeah, then uh, but it's all staticky. They've got like a static overlay. Um, Roxas starts to get a headache and he collapses on the ground. I didn't take any screenshots of this because, like, there'd be nothing to it. <laughs> um, he collapses on the ground and then starts, like, flashing between... Re- or he, like, There's, like, a flash and it's actually Shion on the ground in the same position. And then it, there's a flash and it's Riku and then there's a flash and it's Sora. Mm. And, like, that repeats a couple times. And then it shows Shion... All my cinnamon rolls taste like PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one sec. <laughs> oh, you me. Okay. Anyway. Are you both good? Yes. I coughed so hard that I started to see spots. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Jojo, I think, just about like inhaled his drink. So yeah, There we go. Um... But yeah, I mean, basically. Uh, anyway, it has Shion uh, wake up on the ground and she's like, who am I? What am I here for? And Riku's holding her. What, 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 what? God damn it, not the amnesia again. <laughs> no, more like just questioning everything. Um, but Riku's, Riku's like holding her. So she's like prop, like he's squatted. So she's like propped on his arm. But then he's just kind of awkwardly, like, hovering one hand next to her face. Like, he wants to brush her hair aside or something, but, like, doesn't know if he should. Weird to bitch slapper, come on. Did it, did it post? It did. Yeah, he's just, like, awkwardly sitting there, like... Like, you can just picture him going, there, there. <laughs> Alright, not okay. We, we, will, we will come to find that while he is a good boy, Riku isn't the best at, like, understanding and communicating emotions. It's, oh my god, there's a scene where someone tries to flirt with him in a 
a later game coming up, and he just fucking shuts down. He does not know what to do. Oh, bless his heart. I know. It's so good. Can't Kind of can't wait till we get there. Um, oh, my God. Da, 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 da. Oh, then it uh, transitions to Riku and Naminé sitting in the white room. If you remember, that was the room of the old mansion in Kingdom Hearts 2, where Naminé would hang out, where it was all white, and she had a little table there for drawing. Anyway, uh, the two of them are, like, sitting across the table from each other. And, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um... She, Naminé tells Riku that she hasn't kept her promise very well, and she says that some of Sora's memories are missing. And Riku's like, buh? <laughs> um, to, uh, to which she explains they're escaping through Sora's nobody into a third person, and then starting to become a part of her. Her being the third person, not and becoming part of me, Naminé. Naminé says they're escaping, anyway. Um... And Riku's like, well, isn't there a way that we can bring bring back just Sora's memories? Like, leave the person alone, just yank the memories out of that person, like, with a claw machine? He doesn't say that. I don't think he knows what claw machines are. But, <laughs> and Naminé said it'd be easy if, uh, the, if his memories are still separate from hers. But if his memories have completely woven into hers, then, she, then Naminé would have to untangle them first, which would take longer. And Diz wouldn't be happy with that. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck Diz. All of this can take as long as it needs to take. Diz can... I was going to say sit on the dick, but people enjoy that. So Diz can, like, take a long walk off a short pier. There we go. Baby, I'm surprised you didn't say anything about that. I'm trying to be as polite for the recording as possible. Wait, anything about what? I'm trying to be in the background. Idiot, boop, boop, boop. Grab an artist, but... <laughs> Not a puppy, but... Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> but she also says that if she just goes in and messes with, uh, and Naminé says if she just goes in and messes with her memory, then Sora might not wake up at all. Basically, like, if I go in there and break something, we might lose those memories, and then Sora won't be able to wake up because he won't have them. Um, are you good, Artie? <laughs> he was in there like, okay, can I make it? And then hopped up on the bed. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, basically, she says nobody imagined that Roxas and this other person would uh, fight so hard to be their own people. The only real solution is for both of them to go away, which Naminé does not like, because Naminé is a very sweet girl, and she doesn't want to see anybody hurt. She is our precious cinnamon bun. No, wait. Exactly. Yes. No, no wait. Naminé, I'm still neutral on. That's also fair. I think there's Shion. Shion is the precious cinnamon cin- cin- God damn you got it. this. Cinnamon bun. That must Cinnamon. be protected. Cinnamon rolls. You got this. But, but, but. Maybe. <laughs> You're believed to follow. Anyway, um, but yeah. Uh, so Riku's like, wow, that fucking sucks. And Naminé's like, yeah, I know, right? Um, and Naminé then goes on to say that this other person's face was blank at first, but not anymore. Which she sees as proof uh, that she's entered Sora's memories and that Sora's, Roxas's, and the other person's memories have become too jumbled up together. So basically, all of this is to say that, unfortunately, there's not, there's no easy fix. Naminé can't just tinker around and, you know, just, there it's done. It's looking like this other person that we definitely are not going to say the name of and is definitely a mystery. Smack. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I smacked him, but I smacked Artie. Um, might 
just have to die in order for Sora to wake up. Uh, so anyway, um, back on the beach, Riku sees Roxas running off in the distance into like running off into a portal, like leaving. And he's like, ah, actually, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of stares at that spot for a second. And he's like, huh, I guess Roxas was here. Uh, then we flash to Roxas, Shion, and Axel on the thinking tree, as I call as I don't know if this is what the fandom calls it, but it's what I fucking call it. It's, uh, that, like, weird curved tree on Destiny Islands that, like, Del Sora, Riku, and Kyrie will all, like, sit slash lean on. I'll show you here in a sec. I almost just sent it to you. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> there we go. And Very it nice. Yeah, and it also and Axel, who I adore. <laughs> there we Axel, go. And a mother Axel and his Axelings. <laughs> <laughs> a mother Axel and his Axelings. His Axelings, yes. Okay. I'm also pause real quick. I gotta go pee. And pausing, must go pee. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Anyway, I'm back now. Yeah. Continue laughing. Continue laughing. <laughs> I'm back now. You're not allowed to encourage it anymore. <laughs> no, the fuck you can't. If we're gonna get done with this at a decent time, no, the fuck you can't. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Anyway, what I was gonna point out though is that, and I'm, this means I'm sure absolutely nothing as far as character parallels. But uh, their positions on the thinking tree are that Roxas is sitting where Sora normally sits, and Shion is sitting where Kyrie sits, and then Axel is doing the thing that Riku does, where instead of sitting on the tree, he'll stand up and lean back on it like he's being cool. But really, your feet just get tired doing that, and you'd be better off sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so all of that happens. But then we go to the clock tower... And uh, Roxas says that he went to the beach and he saw a girl who kind of looked like Shion, but he didn't get close enough to be sure. He's honestly not even sure today's mission really happened. And he kind of feels like he just woke up from a dream or something, which is wild, man. That's really weird. Uh, oh, he says, but he figures maybe he just imagined her uh, being there because he wants them all to go. Wants them all to go like Axel promised. God damn it, Fast Steven. Finish typing your sentences. To the beach. There. Are you having but, trouble, Steven? No. But basically, he's like, I don't know. Maybe I just really want to go to the beach like you promised that we would so bad that, like, I imagined going to the beach and seeing she on there or something. And it's like, I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine at this point. Uh, but Axel's like, hey, you know what? Starting tomorrow, we're going to use our spare time to look for Xion. And I want to point out, <laughs> not that this is like a plot hole or any or like anyone um, conspiratizing or whatever. These two idiots still go to the clock tower on these days where they're looking for Xion. <laughs> it's like you could just not go to the clock tower and have that little bit of extra time to look for her. But no. <laughs> Yeah, but that makes too much sense. <laughs> they finish work, go to the clock tower and eat ice cream, and then they go look for Xion. And it's like, sure, man. <laughs> Are you sleeping? You doing a snooze? 
Well, you not now because I woke you up. He looked like he was starting to, and then I woke him up by talking to him. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, day 277 is called Searching. And the mission is just find and kill a giant heartless in Wonderland. And hey, guess who's in Wonderland being an asshole? An asshole? Well, Chester Cat. He's there still being an asshole like he does. Roxas, though, does not have time for his shit. It's just like, look, dude, if you don't he's have... He just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, basically. Um, the, Roxas is like, look, dude, if you don't have anything helpful to say, I'm just gonna go, because I don't have time for this. I got a job to do and a person to look for. If you're not actually contributing to the situation here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, but, like, as soon as Roxas gets small in the bizarre room, the boss just immediately shows up anyway. So it's like, <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> um, it's, if you, I didn't take a picture of it, but if you remember the Trickmaster Heartless from way back in Kingdom Hearts 1, it's just like two recolors of that. But you do, if I remember right, have to uh, try to keep their health basically even in this fight. Because like, if you just kill one, then the other one will like heal it back up or something like that. Or I might be thinking of a different fight. I don't remember. There's one fight that does that, and honestly, I started skipping ahead to just get to the cutscenes. <laughs> so that might be this one, or it might be a different one later on. Um, oh, Roxas tries to get a straight answer out of the asshole, and it goes pretty much like you would expect, and just ends with Roxas sad that he doesn't know what to believe in. Because I don't even remember what the Chester Cat said. I didn't write it down, uh, but it, he says something about, like, he says something about, like, believing in yourself or knowing who to believe in. And Rox is like, man, I wish I knew who to believe in right now. And Cheshire Cat's like, well, I got nothing for that kid. Bye. <laughs> uh, but we we do show or get a quick shot. It's so fucking funny. Um, he pops, like, this is how they summarize. Oh, yeah, he checked around at Beast's castle. It just shows him walk up to the courtyard, like, outside of the castle. Or not walk up, but, like, you know, teleport in, whatever. Look around to the left and the right. Notice that Xion is not immediately there. And then just get all sad. <laughs> and it's like, I know what you're conveying. This is supposed... To, this is on the DS, so you're showing us one scene to be like, Oh, he looked around the castle. But it's just so fucking funny. To just be that little bit. <laughs> and that's all it's ever gonna be. Like, these next few days we'll have him looking somewhere. And, like, it's always just that. He'll teleport in, look around, and get sad. <laughs> um, anyway, do, uh, day 278 is fighting deserters in Beast's castle with Axel. That's an oddly hard sentence to say fast. Uh, then it shows him checking Halloween Town, and at least he doesn't get a bomb to the face. So, like, you know, that's something. Uh, this one, day 279, I think was actually uh, somewhere along the way. Um, the guy who's playing it, uh, Cyberman. Hang on one sec. 65. I forgot the guy's name for a sec. Anyway, Cyberman 65, like, um,. Unlocked a bonus mission, and I think that's what this one was because the day doesn't end with a shot of Roxas looking around, which, like, that's what this whole little section of days is about. So, I think this was just him doing the bonus one. Doesn't matter, um, it's just doing a time trial fighting dusks and samurais in the world that never was. 
And like all you got to do is just survive for two minutes. But like it's dusks and samurais, so they're not even super strong. You really don't have to put up much of a fight as long as you're like, you know, equipping decent stuff. Um, then day 280 is Heart Collection in Halloween Town with Luxord. And it shows a quick shot of him. Of it shows a quick shot of Roxas looking in Agrabah and of course getting sad. Day 296 is titled Confessions. <laughs> and for some reason, my dumbass. Lifetime Dude, for some reason, my dumbass, when I was taking notes, just put as the first note under this day Confessions Part 358 over 2. Hi. Sure. We'll go with it. Uh, one sec. Anyway, um, the mission selection objective thing straight up just says go to Olympus Coliseum and participate in the games. So like, hey, it's time for the games again. Um, Rexus is like, oh man, this probably isn't even going to be much of a challenge. I would really rather just go look for Xion. I got important stuff to do. And it's like, damn. Because I'm pretty sure the last time the games were up, you were like, oh, man, I don't know if I can handle this. But now he's like, ah, dude, whatever, I got this. Uh, the, I didn't even write down any of the seeds because they're all just mobs of random heartless. Uh, Phil berates Roxas for not telling him that he wasn't the guy that Herc picked. And the bottom screen flashes to like a shot of him talking to Sora, Donald, and Goofy. I still just like that it does that. That's pretty neat. Um... He asks Roxas what his deal is, but drops it when, uh, but Roxas is like, I don't really want to talk about it. And he's like, all right, that's fine. Everybody's got stuff they'd rather not talk about. And it's like, you know what, Phil? Surprisingly sensitive of you. Uh, <coughs> but then he tells, uh, Ro but then he's like, hey, Roxas, don't be a stranger. And the boy just does not understand the concept of someone wanting him to come back. He's like, like, he actually, he has, like, a whole little monologue of, like, what? wait, this guy, he wants me to be here? Wait, what does that even mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, baby boy. Hi, puppy. <laughs> he hopped up on the bed to look at me and get comfy. Meanwhile, my son is over on his usual perch on the couch, but he loves summer because he can see people at the pool, so he is fascinated watching them. Ooh, there you go. Uh, he but anyway, judges everybody. Yeah, um... <laughs> God damn it. That that took a second to hit me. Um, at the clock tower, Roxas says that like the only place he hasn't checked yet is Castle Oblivion. And this is harder to notice on the DS for obvious reasons. But in the movie version, uh, Axel like tenses up. And what, what was the next thing? I set my phone down. Oh, yeah. He remembers um, Xion asking about it. And or he's like, what? JoJo sneeze. I said, is it tight? Oh, okay. I you're asking something. Anyway, but yeah, he's like, and I mean, I do remember Sion asking about it, and Axel's like, it's nothing. Nothing is there. <laughs> um, I accidentally scrolled up. Um, and he, or, Twitch Rocks is like, well, what do you mean? Like, no, I'm sorry. Axel basically is like, well, there's nothing there. It's already been cleaned out. And he's like, well, there's gotta be, or Rocks is like, well, there's gotta be something, right? Uh, to which Axel finally fucking tells him that Xion comes from Castle Oblivion, and that's probably why she was asking about it. And he says he only found out a little while ago, and that's why he never said anything before. And it's like, yeah, all right, buddy, sure. Uh, but then day 297 is called Contact, 
and fucking my brain is so fucking fried from hang on one sec because i keep forgetting the name of this song mm-hmm. van well it was a van halen song that i heard like a bunch when i was a kid because my dad likes van halen start like saying it hang on one sec love walks in because like the chorus will start with starts and says contact is all it takes to change your life to lose your place in time fucking as soon as it said contact like dude uh, dude just going contact is all it takes like just started playing in my head and i was like what the fuck just happened anyway all of that aside uh Sayak says that the imposter has been sighted in castle oblivion and rox is like "Ooh, me i want to go i want to go check out castle oblivion let me find the imposter and to which Sykes, Sykes actually says, no, it's too dangerous for you to go alone. Roxas, your baby. <laughs> um, but Axel offers to go with Roxas and Sykes is like, all right, well, go kick that guy's ass then. Show him. He like he says something about like, show him what a fool he is to wear our robe or something like that. And it's like, all right, dude, where'd this come from? <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, there we are. Uh, so in Castle Oblivion, fucking as soon as they walk in, Roxas immediate immediately gets collapses. What am I doing with him? Hang on a sec. There we go. He immediately collapses, uh, clutching his head and saying, "There's so much rushing into his head." He's like, "Ah, so much rushing into my head." That kind of thing. Um, <sighs> and then Axel, because like Axel, who already still just didn't want to be here. Uh, carries him out, or grabs him and carries him out before he can make sense of it. And, like, literally, as he's picking Roxas up, and it's like, dude, you're in pain. We gotta leave. Uh, but as he's, like, being carried out, Roxas is like, no, I can almost remember it or something like that. I forget his exact wording. So, like, he was uh, on the cusp of remembering something, but, like, baby boy, you were in so much pain. I am on Axel's side here. Um... <laughs> Uh, but then we just get a, straight, a dark blank screen, basically just because Roxas is passed out. So it's like this is supposed to be what's going on in his head. It, it only lasts long enough for Rox, for Riku to say what, honestly, over the course of the series has kind of become his catchphrase, which is giving up already. I thought you were better than that. And then we like cut to Roxas laying on the ground and he just wakes up and goes, Riku. And it's hard to catch because it's only for one word, but I want to say it might have been in Sora's voice, but I'm not 100% on that, so, like, don't quote me. But I say that because there will be times that that happens uh, later on. Um, but anyway. Where was I? Yeah, the, here we go. Ro- uh, Roxas says, Riku! And he's he doesn't remember uh, any of what... It, basically, Axel's is like, are you, are you alright? And he's like, yeah, I don't remember what even happened. And <laughs> Since he doesn't remember collapsing at Castle Oblivion, he wants to go back. To which Axel says, absolutely the fuck not. But luckily... Oh, wait, hang on a sec. I forgot to mention uh, something. It's not super important, but I did take a a picture of it. During the games in between rounds, uh, Roxas... Not fucking... Hang on. I almost put that in the wrong channel. There we go. Roxas got his own victory pose, which is actually one of Sora's victory poses from Kingdom Hearts. It's actually kind of a badass pose, honestly. It is. It's this whole. Th- it's um. It's almost like a Dante from Devil May Cry three pose. I want to say it's one of Squall's victory poses or Leon's victory poses in Final Fantasy eight. Because what he'll do is he'll like 
swing the keyblade in an X, like slash, slash, then throw it over his shoulder and turn around. Sora had like three different victory poses in Kingdom Hearts 1, and that was one of them. I, I want to say that one, or that that's what that is, because I know all of Sora's victory poses were references. He had that, and he had um, Cloud's thing of like spinning his sword and then throwing it over his shoulder. And then he had one where he would just like punch the air, like, oh yeah, and... People always say that that one's a reference to a specific guy in, I think, FF7, but, like, whenever I see them show his flat, the animation of him doing it, it's not the same. Like, he's using, like, the other hand and, like, just kind of punching forward, like, heck yeah! So, that one might not be a reference. I'm not really sure. (coughs) But the main two are references to um, Cloud and Leon's victory poses in their respective Final Fantasy games. None of which is actually the point. I just remembered that I hadn't posted that picture yet. Um, but before uh, Roxas has a chance to like run back off to Castle Oblivion, fucking the impo- the imposter. I say that because honestly, one of the things I like about this game, like it's it's a lot. It can be kind of a slog. It's uh, I agree to all of that. But one of the things that is kind of cool is that like they like. Some games or shows would just have everybody know who everyone is without any real explanation. But that's not going on here. They don't fucking know who Riku is. I mean, Axel does because he met him in Castle Oblivion during Chain of Memories and hasn't told Roxas about that. Not the point. But, like, Roxas doesn't really know who Riku is. So the imposter shows up and he's just like, ah, it's the imposter. Like, he doesn't know that's Riku. And I, that's just cool to me. And, like... I think the organization suspects that it's probably Riku, because, again, they became aware of him during Chain of Memories, but just haven't told Roxas about that. But, like, they also don't know for sure, so they can't say Riku is wearing one of our robes. They just know there's some guy wearing one of their robes. I just think that's that's a neat detail. But the point, right. <laughs> but the point is, the imposter and Xion both show up, uh, and then Xion... Hang on one sec. Okay, I didn't write it in my notes, but I took a picture of it. But, um, fucking... Xion, uh, like, holds Roxas at... Because the imposter runs off. And Xion, like, holds Roxas at Keyblade Point to, like, keep him from going after the imposter. And... There it goes. Alright, fucking Sasuke pose. <laughs> I mean, for real, though. <laughs> um... <laughs> Tell me that's not a Sasuke pose. <laughs> he agrees. Yep. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so um, the imposter no, is Riku. No, Fuck it. That is a girl. But no, Josu just said, careful not to cut yourself on that edge, girl. I mean, yeah. No, I wanted to say Riku because it's... It's a cinnamon roll normally that we protect. Okay. Yes. I'm going to just say Riku because it's shorter than saying the imposter and we know that it's Riku. Anyway, Riku runs off. Uh, Xion portals out. So, like, it, when it flashes up the, hey, here's what you do thing, like, it says to chase him down. And what's actually sort of funny is that, like, because Riku's not super fast, at least for this, because you're supposed to be chasing him. He's also invincible. So, like, one way that you can slow him down is to, like, just hit him, but he doesn't have a health bar or anything. So, it's like, that doesn't do anything. You're just sitting here wailing on him for no reason. <laughs> Um. Uh. Bah, 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 bah. Okay. Yeah. They they chase him around. I think into the little underground concourse, 
area, um, if I remember correctly. Anyway, that part isn't really important. But like the imposter runs off into runs into a portal and leaves before they can catch him. And so we have like a short scene of Roxas and Axel both going, "What the fuck?" Or I've, no, I'm sorry. They split up to run in different directions. Um, no, no, no. I'm getting myself mixed up. So we have like a short scene of Roxas and Axel both being like, well, what the fuck is going on? Why is she on working with the imposter? Axel like is immediately suspicious of this. Like, oh, so she, I guess she really has turned on us then. And Roxas is like, no, wait, maybe she's being forced. And uh, Axel's like, it didn't look like she was being forced, my guy. And literally Riku and Xion are hanging out like right around the corner, just listening to this. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, the camera zooms back a little bit, and, like, literally right around the corner, just the next, like, section of road, they're just, like, right there watching them, like, wow, they're upset. <sighs> anyway, fuck. Um, we go to the clock tower, and Roxas wonders why Xion would do that, but Axel says, well, for as much as that sucked, at least we know that she's safe, and, hey man, don't worry, she'll come back to us when she's ready. Uh, and so Rox is like, yeah, but won't they turn her into a dusk? And Axel's like, well, not necessarily. What he doesn't say out loud is that the alternative is that they may just straight up murder her when she comes back. <laughs> My foot's asleep. Ah, okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, day blast two. Horn, that should wake it up. What, 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 what? I said blast an air horn. That should wake it up. Bah. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. Am I wrong? Uh, maybe not. Insert the line enough. of Christian uh, Christian Del Grosso screaming his alarm clock. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, <laughs> um, day two ninety eight is called Fracture, and it starts off with a cutscene of Axel and Sykes. I want to say in Axel's room, but really just somewhere at the castle. <laughs> mm, sorry. Okay, uh, Sykes has given Axel some kind of orders. We don't, we're not told what, but Axel is mad about it. And uh, Sykes says, when you have, like, basically, he's like, how could you order me to do something like this? And Sykes is like, we have no choice if she's working with the imposter. So here you can pretty much assume that the order is probably just kill Sion. Um, but he does not stick, er, and no, that's right. They're having this conversation, like, in a hallway or something, and or in the lounge. And like as or so like Sykes leaves and like as Roxas is walking up basically to be like hey what are you guys talking about Axel just also leaves he's like man I don't want to fucking t in fairness he's like man I don't want to fucking tell Roxas about this I, I just don't bye kid <sighs> ow ow anyway <sighs> um, but we then have a scene of. Roxas, Axel, and Syx, and Syx says that Xion uh, betrayed them, and generally he just talks shit about her. I don't bother writing any of that down. You know that Ax that Syx hates her by now. Just fill, uh, mentally fill in him saying something mean. There you go. Um, <laughs> there we go. Sorry. Uh, he orders Roxas and Axel to destroy the imposter and bring Xion back if they can, or if they can't, then just kill her. To which, um, and then he just doesn't even stick around. He's like, you have your orders. Go do the thing. And so Rox is like, we're not really going to kill her, are we? And he's, and Axel's like, don't worry. I'll think of something clever once I find Xion. And it's like, I hope so, dude. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <sighs> we go to Twilight Town. Uh, Roxas is sad, <laughs> but in, unfortunately, it's time to j- uh, chase Shion. She shows up and runs off, obviously. Uh, you catch her. Um, I want to say somewhere in the city. I forget where. Doesn't matter. Um, you ca- catch up to her. They're talking. And Axel is listening from, like, a nearby rooftop. That's right. They split up to try to catch her. Uh, this is where they split up. I was getting confu- myself confused before by the multiple different fucking chase scenes that take place in Twilight Town a day apart. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Roxas says that Syx will definitely have to forgive Xion if she can come if she comes back willingly. I was like, buddy, you got a lot of faith in Syx there. I don't believe that. Xion <laughs> um, says that she can't come back. And uh, she tries to leave. Oh, this is where she levels her Keyblade at Roxas. I'm sorry. I was getting ahead of myself. So now imagine the edgy holding her Keyblade at him thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, Axel steps in and fucking poor Roxas. Because these two start fighting like literally just a- generally around him. It's honestly... Um, I don't remember what the DS showed because the um, Let's Play that I'm using, if you remember... Uh, Cy- Cyberman 65 is editing in cutscenes from the movie in certain places. And so I don't remember what this was like in the DS, but in the, the movie, it's like a really tight shot on Roxas. And we just like see a bunch of flashes around him that are supposed to be like Axel throwing his fire chakrams and then Xion blocking him with her, with her keyblade, stuff like that. And it's just mm, good shot. Good scene. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but they, they fight for a minute until Roxas is like, stop! And, like, that shocks Shion enough that she's like, what? And then in <laughs> in that moment of vulnerability, I'm not fucking kidding, Axel just comes up behind her and karate chops her in the back of the neck and knocks her the fuck out. And then he just leaves. He grabs her and leaves into a portal as Roxas is sitting there like, dude, what the hell? <coughs> why? Right? Dude, why? What? The dude, why? Right? I mean, I guess why in fairness, do, they're literally it, like the arty going, "The why you do this?" Yeah, like I mean, in fairness, it keeps him from having to kill her. But like, also, goddamn, dude, just fucking chopped her in the back of the neck and knocked her out. God, right? Uh, and then we go to the cat. The I'm um, sorry, the castle that never was, because the name of their castle is so fucking dumb. Um. <laughs> And <clears throat> Axel basically Rox Ro- goes back to the castle and runs into Axel and he's like, dude, what the what the heck? I'm not allowed to cuss, but you know that I want to. And um, Axel <clears throat> just acts like unconcerned and he says that like at least Shion is safe. Uh to which Roxas is like they shouldn't or he says he shouldn't have used force, and he says that they're friends, and Roxas is like, dude, this isn't about friendship, but then that's kind of just where they end it because Roxas runs off. Um, uh, Oof, there we go. Sorry, that one was fighting to come out. Okay, there we go. I had to skip ahead a little bit because I almost sent you the next picture early. But uh, day day 299, wait, yeah, day 299 is called Sora. Remember that, kid? (laughs) Um, It starts off with a scene of Axel and Syx. Axel, uh, it's like, does it have to be this way? And, um, yeah. is, or asks why he would, cho- he's like, why would you choose the puppet if you could only save one? And I'm not fucking kidding. 
I actually wrote out this line word for word because goddamn, he's like, which would you rather su- er, suffer the loss of? Some make-believe friendship or a real one? <laughs> and, it's, and then he fucking goes on to say that they're better off this way and they have to set things right because there's too much on the line. And then he like makes a point to call Axel Lee just to drive the point home. And it's like, goddamn, man, that's super manipulative, my dog. <laughs> that ain't Gucci, bro. Yeah, that's not very cash money of you, Sykes. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, will you, I will say that to drivers on the road. I'll be someone will cut me off the truck and be like, "That's not very cash money of you." I will pull that roll out of the car. You'll fucking stay put in the goddamn passenger seat. Do you capitalize cash money? I don't think you do. Never mind. No, no, you don't. I don't think you use the letter S. I think you have to use the actual dollar symbol for the S. No, no, you just you can say that's not very cash money, and you can say it normally. It just depends. I don't know. For the anyway, most part, though, yes. I'm trying to take notes of like possible episode titles as we go. Um, no, you should just title it. That's not very. No, if you don't do it, that's not very cash money. You have to do the mother Axel and his actions. <laughs> Both of those are on the list. Um, yes. I Basically, fully say, uh, I fully say the mother acts, the mother Axel and his actions, because <laughs> they are those are his children. God damn it! I mean, fucking basically, um, which is really weird how attached he's getting to them, considering he doesn't have a heart and isn't supposed to be able to have emotions and stuff. That's so weird. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but that's what happens when you have those when you adopt kids like that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, Georgie said, and they're already potty trained, so he can already like them. <laughs> it helps me pull the belt tighter. I am actually doing my job. I is a really nice type braid. Okay, anyway. Anyway, Roxas is going around asking anyone that he can find where Sion is, but nobody, and really it only shows him asking Zaldan and Luxord, uh, but nobody knows. Luxord even says, I wasn't aware that she had returned. No, you're fine, it's helping me keep it tight. <laughs> um, but uh, Luxord's even like, I wasn't aware that she had returned, and Roxas is like, so wait, you haven't seen her? And he's like, that is generally what wasn't aware she had returned means, yes. And then just walks off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't have to be mean about it. <laughs> Now, what's the line from the Avengers like? But it could kill you only if I die. Yes, yeah, yes, that's what that means. <laughs> yes, that is generally what killing you means. Yes, or something like that. I forget what he said. It literally was, but that was Thor and Peter Dinklage's character in uh, in, was it Endgame or Infinity War? Uh, I want to say Endgame. Yeah, that's right, because that's when he went back. But yeah, that was the whole like the only if I die first, like. Yes, that that's what killing you means. Yeah. <laughs> um, only, only someone like fucking Peter Dinklage could deliver that line perfectly. God, for real though, Peter Dinklage is a gift. We don't deserve him. Uh, but he decides he to uh, to go ask. Deserves a fucking gift. Yeah. Don't nod your head. But uh, but anyway, um, Roxas decides to go ask Zemnis. And I swear to God, Zimnus gives him the most fucking manager answer of all time. He tells him not to worry. Zimnus is the manager that all of us hated. 
dude for real um he, he tells is that, he is the goddamn target team lead that everybody hated god um but no Zimnis tells him not to worry and he says that Xion is quote a valued member of the organization but he does say that she needs her rest and that he should leave her just you know let her rest <laughs> it's like what the fuck dude a valued member of the capital O organization Fuck. <laughs> um, he has a flashback of Zimnus for fucking ever ago when when he was like six days old and the two of them met on the beach and did the whole like, "Who are you? I'm all that there ever was, or I'm all that's left, or maybe I'm all there ever was." That bullshit. Like, <clears throat> apparently, as Zimnus was leaving that conversation, he like patted Roxas on the shoulder and just said Sora, apropos of nothing, and um. Roxas like randomly remembers this now and he's like who is Sora and I wrote this down because it's fucking it's so much um Zimna says the connection he is what makes er, and then Roxas like the connection he goes he is what makes you and Xion a part of each, each other's lives and the reason I placed Xion among our number if you want her to stay that way I must insist that you get your mind off these needless distractions I will have Xion return to her duties tomorrow. Today, you must focus on yours. Which Rox is like, all right, I guess. Come on. <laughs> what? No, it's just your kids that whack his head on the wind chimes in my living room. <laughs> Sir. Those are the ones that one of my friends gave us in memory of mom. So whatever you whack your head on the wind chimes, we're like, mom's saying hi. Uh, aww. So he stood up right now and whacked his head on the wind chimes. So I went, hi, mom. <laughs> okay, that was why I asked. I thought I heard you say hi, mom. And I was like, hang on. Yeah, because I joked that the wind chimes ringing is mom saying hi. So if you whack your head on the wind chimes, mom say hi. Uh, hi, mom. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Mom make also scolds people because it's like he'll come in here, like he'll make an effort to avoid them. <laughs> and eventually he'll whack his head on. And I'm like, okay, mom is saying you can avoid <laughs> saying hi to me for only so long. <laughs> He's going to make you say hi. Um, anyway, Roxas, uh, doesn't want to talk to Axel, like, they, <coughs> fuck, sorry, they pass each other in a hallway, and Roxas, or Axel's like, oh, hey, Roxas, and Roxas just fucking gives him the cold shoulder and keeps wa- keeps on walking. Yeah. The mission today isn't much, it's just go to Neverland, kill some shadow globs, whatever. Uh, then we get a cutscene of Zimnus and Syx, uh, Syx is asking Zimnus, he asks if Zimnus is sure that they've taken suitable measures with Xion. For, that's fucking hard to say for some reason. And Zimnus says that she, but, uh, she has strayed from their original design, but it's had an interesting side effect. And I wrote down both versions of this little speech because it's, <coughs> the wording differs slightly in a couple of interesting ways. Uh, so in the game, <coughs> sorry, and he says, we wanted the key. Xion's exposure to Roxas affected the transfer of its power just as we had hoped. But things stopped there, or had things stopped there, Xion would have been an unequivocal, unequivocal success. But then, through Roxas, Sora himself began to shape it into her, giving Xion a sense of identity. I was ready to scrap the whole project. Then it occurred to me Xion is keeping Sora's memories trapped by claiming them as her own. And keeping her close to Roxas will prevent Sora from ever waking. And then the movie version is the key. 
Sion was affected by Roxas, just as we had anticipated. <clears throat> this was indeed what we had had hoped to achieve. But then, through Roxas, Sora himself began to shape it into her, giving Sion a sense of identity. Our plan seemed like a failure at this point, but then it occurred to me. Sion is keeping Sora's memories trapped by claiming them as her own. Keeping her close to Roxas will ultimately keep prevent Sora from ever waking. He says basically the same thing in both versions. It's just, um, ah, damn, what, what? Yeah, they're just, he's just more explicit, I think, in, um, the game version where he says that Xion's exposure to Roxas affected a transfer of its power, whereas the movie just has him say Xion was affected by Roxas. That was just interesting, and I decided to write down both versions. Uh, actually, I didn't write it down. I fucking was like, this is a long-ass thing that he's saying here i'm gonna i fucking googled around and managed to find um a copy of the game script <laughs> why did you send me your dog's nuts Steven? <laughs> this is what we have to see all the time why does this what? puppy have such big balls i see joseph's nuts often enough why do you think i want to see your dogs <laughs> We fucking just always they'll be popping out of it between his legs like that, or he'll just fucking like sprawl on his back, and they're just sitting there like, "Hi, everybody!" Like I said, I see that on his face. Julie's been telling me for fucking weeks that I need to send you a picture of his, of his balls, so now I can say that I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ball discourse aside. Sorry, everybody. Um, so basically, the, the whole point of that speech is um, that fucking somehow or other, I'm not vexed, so I'm not going to say that I understand the science to this. Um, Sheon and Roxas being around each other has like caused some kind of transfer of power from Sora. To Roxas, I think. Hang on. Yeah. Wait, no. Sorry. No. Um, the Keyblade's power of flowing from Sora to Roxas and then ultimately to Xion. So, basically, this is just reinforcing what Namine said earlier, is that if um, Roxas and Xion stay together, Sora will never be able to wake up. Meaning, you gotta get rid of at least one, probably both of them. <laughs> Ow. <sighs> Don't kill yourself. I hiccuped it. It hurt. It always does. Um, <laughs> but Zimnus does say to keep the imposter away from Roxas so that he doesn't influence Xion, which is a hell of a, a hell of wording, but I think I know what he's talking about. Uh, Sykes says that they're returning. Sykes is like, so we're returning to our original plan. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess. Sure. Um... <laughs> I did fucking the most intense bullshit ever. Um, we see Xion sitting in her room, all sad and looking at the moon, followed by this bullshit. Uh, hang on. I keep... Wait, wait, wait. You gotta see <laughs> Riku being edgy. Okay, fine. I will see the shit bitch being edgy. <laughs> fucking okay, he's like... Edward. He's, like, standing out, if you remember the, like, big fucking, like, tower thing in the middle of the city in the no, world I that do. never was. He's, like, standing on that tower and just, like, 
remember, still wearing a goddamn blindfold that I think he can see through. It's never clear, but just like staring over at the moon. The last time I was that edgy, I was in my hot topic phase in high school. Yeah, basically. Uh, <sighs> uh, so, how's it going? Going okay. I am getting sweaty for some reason. Welcome. Uh, oh. Hang on. I actually don't have a whole lot left in my nose. Yum, <sighs> yum. She'll be back just momentarily. She's uh, after a brief word perfect. from our sponsors <laughs> NordVPN. <laughs> Rain Shadow Legend. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ow. Enter code against my will to get a thousand silver and <laughs> the opportunity to go touch grass. Nah. Nope. <laughs> I fucking wish. Do 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 do. Arnie, fucking put, put, Arnie, fucking put your, your leg down and at least obscure them. Arnie, please. <laughs> <laughs> I woke him up, and now he's now he wants to know why I woke him up. Bitch, because I don't want to see them either. God, you sound like cat. I don't wear shorts around her anymore. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, wait! Continue laughing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <sighs> carry you back. We have done nothing. What did you do? Say nothing, Stephen. Plead the fifth. Stephen, what the fuck? Honestly, <laughs> pretty much nothing. I will, I will reach out to Julie. Okay, she's asleep anyway. Um, Take care. I will reach out to her. She will rat on you. What did you two do? No, uh, client, you're not obligated to answer that. As your girlfriend, you better fucking think twice. <laughs> I was like, I don't have to feed you this weekend. <laughs> I can make you watch while I cook. Hey, Start uh, talking, Steven. Hey, uh, <sighs> okay, so anyway, day 300 is titled Shutdown. You gotta hey, go Paul, fight. We end this episode. <clears throat> what? No, we got 20 minutes left. I told JoJo, since you're not talking, he's talking after this episode. Oh, oh. Cranberry has also started a <clears throat> nightly crackheading, so if you hear jingling in the background, that's what that is. <laughs> it, really, it really is nothing. Artie was, like, starting to roll over in his sleep, and his legs were spreading, and fucking giving me, like, a full-ass view. <laughs> <laughs> and then the I was... Party. Yeah, I was, like, Artie, please, I was like, Artie, please, I, <laughs> I was like, Artie, please put your leg down. I don't want to see it. <laughs> and then <laughs> JoJo said this is why he's not allowed to wear shorts. <laughs> but no, then JoJo said this is why he's not allowed to wear shorts, and I fucking died. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> but, in, but anyway. 20 minutes left. 20 minutes left. But hey, that's just a theory. A ball theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> okay, anyway, um, day 300 is called Shutdown. You gotta go to Neverland and fight a big heartless called the Phantom Tail. I didn't take a picture of it, because it's just fucking... 
It's literally one that I showed you earlier, or it was a reskin of one of the gargoyles. I forget which. Doesn't matter. Um, That's fair. Hook and, you get there, and Hook and Smee have caught Tink, and they're taking her in the ship. As always, she's trapped in a lantern. She, girl gets stuck in lanterns, I swear to God. Um, Roxas is like, I don't know, is like, oh man, I should help her out. But wait, no, that's not part of my mission. Ah, forget the mission. I do owe her. And it's like, yes, way to go. You finally made the right choice on this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he goes, you, you fly it, you go to Hook's ship, and uh, Hook figures one one of these damn treasure maps has got to be real. Basically, he's got like a pile of treasure maps that like he and Smee have just found. And Smee's like, Captain, shouldn't we give up on this? We're wasting a lot of time. And he's like, no, think about it. All of the maps so far have led to empty treasure chests. So that means one of these has got to be real and leads to a real treasure. And Smee's like, oh my god, Captain, that's brilliant. We just got to keep checking all of them. <laughs> like, you guys. <laughs> Fuck. Um, uh, but uh, then he gets... But then Hook gets all like dark and swirly as he gets excited about it because uh, his greed and the darkness and bullshit. Um, after they leave, Roxas lets Tinkerbell out of the lamp and she points out a piece of map on the table and Roxas is like, oh, hey, look, it's a piece of one of those maps. And he helps Roxas fly again. Uh, fucking around the ship, there are more pieces of map. I honestly don't remember if that goes anywhere, but you can, you can find them. Um, Roxas finally figures out that um, the Heartless aren't in the chest and they're popping up because of Hook. And sure, sure enough, Hook getting mad at another empty chest makes the target show up, and then you kill it. And then after Roxas leaves, we sh we see Pete hanging out and being like, who's killing all these damn Heartless that I'm trying to gather? I'm going to have to make that guy feel even more greedy or some bullshit. I don't remember. We go to the clock tower and fucking they're all just sitting here in silence. Hang on. And again... A mother axle and his axling. <laughs> Except this time it's sad because they're all like, oh, wow, a lot of bullshit's happened, but nobody really knows what to say. Also, I took a picture, or I took the picture like right in the middle of a blink for Sion, so she's got her eyes closed. Not that it matters. <laughs> um, we go to Naminé and Diz, and Naminé says that Sora's memory has stopped, and Diz says it's time to get serious, and then he says some some racist bullshit about how nobodies aren't supposed to exist. Uh, day 301 is called the vacant, is called vacant place. And all you really do is go to Wonderland and fight an Emerald Serenade, which is one of the a bigger version of those little, uh, little elemental wizard guys. Uh, prismatic melodies are what people uh, call them as a group. I don't know if that name is official, but it's definitely what the fandom uses. Um, day 302 is, uh, doesn't have a title, uh, but you go to Neverland to fight a mystery Heartless. And what's kind of weird here is that, like, every time Roxas goes to Neverland, Tinkerbell has to reapply the pixie dust so that he can fly. <clears throat> Which, like, never seems to be the case for anybody else. I mean, I think Axel, too, if he... I don't actually know, remember off the top of my head if Axel goes back to Neverland in this game. But, like, that never really seems to be the case for anyone else, so I kind of wonder why they just have that happen for Roxas. But, like, that could also just easily mean absolutely nothing, and they just felt like doing that. So, I don't fucking know. Um, 
Hook and Smee are still at it, looking for um, treasure. Why did I forget the word treasure? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me Fred Jones it. They're looking for treasure. <laughs> anyway, um, Pete actually fucking talks to Roxas for once to like taunt him about the big heartless, which we'll find out later is called the ruler of the sky. Um, but yeah, then they finally find a thing. Let me show you a picture, because this honestly looks pretty sick if you were just digging this up. Did it post? Hang on, my tablet just locked itself. Give me a second. Oh my god. That's very creepy. Isn't it? This is, I mean, creepy, yes, but it's also neat. And then it turns into this. Oh, definitely, but it's also... Okay, now that's cool. Yeah, it's like it was moving kind of quick, so its wings are a little blurred. But this is a heartless. It's just called Ruler of the Sky, which is kind of metal. Um, That's kind of badass. Yeah, isn't it? Scrolling through stuff. Fucking after the fight, the thing like crashes into Hook's, <clears throat> like crashes into Hook's ship and then dies. <laughs> so like you can see its heart like floating up as Hook oh, and Smee oh. just watch on in horror, and they're like, "Oh God, the ship! Why?" <clears throat> no. No, fucking uh, Tinkerbell flies up to the screen and just laughs her ass off at this, <laughs> by the way. <sighs> um, but then the clock tower is Roxas just sitting there alone eating ice cream. Day 304, or day, I skipped a day. Day 303 is just Halloween Town with Zigbar fighting a giant heartless. Um, <coughs> Zigbar is a... Unlike most missions, Roxas like teleports in alone, and he's like, alright, Zigbar's already here somewhere. Let me go hook up with him. And, um... <laughs> fucking, he gets there, and uh, Zigbar's like, wait, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm your backup, I guess. And he's like, backup, as if. And <coughs> basically, he's just like, I don't need no stinking backup, that kind of bullshit. Um... Okay, yeah. At, um, at Spiral Hill, I think that's the name of the the hill? The one in Halloween Town, you know what I mean. Um, they find a giant icy cube, which it, you probably don't remember, but they're just ice cubes with little dudes in them. I didn't take a picture of that one, so, you know, use your imagination. <laughs> um, I'm just picturing sentient ice cubes, so... Do what? I'm just picturing sentient ice cubes, so... Bas basically, yeah. Um, they beat it, and Rox is like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. And Zigbar's like, I wouldn't be so sure, little guy. And I don't actually remember if I've ever, ever actually shown a picture of one of these, so I'm going to go ahead and post it. This one's not what it looks like in this game. This is a picture of it from the mobile game, but fucking same thing. Yeah, it's called a Chill Ripper, which is a hell of a name. Um, badass name, kind of badass design. I'm down with it. Yeah, uh, but one of those shows up, and then they kill it. And Roxas is like, wait, so you knew the whole time that that was our target? You could have fucking said something, and Zigbar's like, ah, but you learned a lesson about not just assuming, or something like that. And then he leaves. Yeah, I learned to your ass. I know, right? <laughs> and then he leaves. He's like, anyway, bye, kid. Uh, then day 304, which is the last day that I took notes on, is just breaking jars in Beast's castle. And that's it. <laughs> um, let me get Twitter pulled up for plugs. I was say we're only like ten minutes out, so like if you want to go ahead and stop, that'd be a perfect good to stop. There you go. And then it does another time. We already did but, questions. We got the episode. 
Yep, and then it does another time skip, so we will pick up at like day three twenty one. I already closed out of my notes, but I think that's where it where it picks up is three twenty something. Uh, so, so are we gonna do plugs this time because we didn't do them last time? Yeah, we'll go ahead and do plugs. Okay, you do yours. Okay, so I am on Twitter at marshmallow. It's spelled like marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There is also dad underscore tastic where I'm. So help me God, I'm gonna yeah, start posting yeah. again when we leave for Cal or the day that we leave for California. I'm gonna find a place or a time somewhere in there to make a joke. Uh, there's also Disney Minus Pod for this one. I will one. send you jokes that you can post. Oh, I've got a whole long list that I like have ready. Oh, this isn't the lack of material. What you're saying you're just being lazy. Basically, also after a while, just forgetting. Um, there's I also mean, Resi also Beats Pod, a Resi Beat Pod for Resident Beats, the actual play podcast. That on uh, Mondays has an entirely different crew. I think they're filming. Uh, filming. They're recording like the next season though, so you're not going to hear them for a little while. Uh, but the then on nor on like every other Friday night has got me and Cat and Veer and Ash is now in there. Um, wait, was it Ash? Oh yeah, Galena. Hang on a sec. Right? Actually... Ash is playing Galena, right? I think. Hang on a sec. I'm getting myself mixed up now. I don't I'm remember. bad with names. I'm so sorry, Ash. No, I am now unsure if it actually sure is. It's Galena. I'm pretty sure they're playing Galena. No, n okay, no, yeah, it is Ash that, uh, that's joined okay. in. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was cool. uh, Ash or uh, Common. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so uh, it's all of us, and I'm playing Umbreon from the classic <laughs> Jello Apocalypse video, Dogs in Love. Um, yeah, you're playing <laughs> Umbreon. Yeah, and Kat's playing. Um, I'm, Fucking, I almost said Captain Janeway. Holy shit. Wow. Um, Captain Amelia from Treasure Thank Planet. You. How did I... I don't even know. I genuinely Captain don't Amelia know how I did that. With her morality pit. Yeah. <laughs> and Veer is playing a character called Mint, who is an OC. And Mint is I mean, a has, that we all love, but also constantly really good. gets us into shit. Yeah. And then... Um, Ash is playing a My Little Pony OC named Galena. So all of that's happening, and Dre is the GM, and we're having fun. And, uh, and Dre is trying to pilot this careening on fire stagecoach. Doing their best. That is our campaign. Doing their best. Oh, and also I've got Cloth Wednesdays where I post <laughs> a picture of uh, Cloth every Wednesday. Um, oh, yes. So, Kat, go ahead and do yours, and then I'll do Nero. I'm Kat. You can find me on Twitter at Z-87, where I am actually currently fighting with it because my phone won't let me update the app. Oh, my God. Because I have to, like, clear out half my phone store just to do a goddamn software update. So, for right now, I'm quiet on Twitter. Uh, but you can find me in the Resi Beats and the Disney Minus Discords uh, under Zura, of course, as always. Whoops. Um. Steven already covered the other podcast that I'm in, so yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, and then Nero is still on Twitter at Dragon Switcher. There's also Prime Cuts Pod for Prime Cuts, the uh, Transformers podcast that is watching Transformers, but not necessarily in chronological order, just whichever one they feel like doing next, which is neat. There's also Heidelin Radio for Radio Free Heidelin, which is covering all of the story of, I keep almost fucking saying Kingdom Hearts 14. Final Fantasy fourteen. Um oh, damn it, I, mean, I think fair, they've got I mean, a, to be honest, that's fair. They've got a couple others, but I keep forgetting those. Um 
Um, uh, Podcast of Power, which is done, but still good to listen to. That's right. Oh, yeah, they're using the feed for... um... Ah, I forgot what the name of it is. I want to say Talk Cycles? Talk Circles? Um, Covering Infinity Train? That's going up in the feed from um, Podcast of Power, so that's also happening. Anyway, uh, there's all of that. We're not going to go into questions, which is throwing me off. (laughs) Um, We did that yesterday. Yeah, because we did that yesterday. So instead, we will go ahead and just end with me saying, I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) And I still have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Day 276, by the sea. I don't remember much about today's mission, just that it was by the beach. Or was it? The mission didn't even feel real. Me and Axel agreed to start looking for Xion tomorrow. Day 277, no sign of her. I've looked everywhere for Xion, in every world, but there's just no sign of her. Where is she? Why did she leave the organization? I don't get it, any of it. Day 296, Castle Oblivion. There's one place we haven't checked yet to see if Xion's there, Castle Oblivion. When I brought it up with Axel, he surprised me by saying that CO is where Xion comes from. I guess he just found out himself. Is that where she is? Day 297. Who is that guy? I went to Castle Oblivion to find Xion, but I don't remember anything about it. Axel said I collapsed as soon as I got there. I woke up in Twilight Town and incredibly enough, Xion was there. But she wasn't alone. There was this guy with her, and he was wearing the organization's cloak. I could tell by his build that he wasn't one of us, though. Who is he? Day 298, some other way. I don't believe it. Axel attacked Xion. There had to have been some other way. I know she's acting weird, but I hardly recognize Axel these days either. What's going through their heads? I feel so left out. Day 299, Sora? Zimnus told me that Sora is the connection between me and Xion. But just who exactly is Sora? Day 300, no words. For the first time in a while, the three of us met up on the clock tower. None of us really knew what to say. We used to talk each other's ears off, but I guess those days are gone. So much has happened lately that I've been forgetting to write about those pictures in my head. Now it happens even when I'm not on missions. More often, too. They even show up in my dreams. Xi'an told me she has dreams, too. Is all of this connected? Day 301. My dream. I dream all the time now, but I don't sleep well. I wake up tired every day. I guess that just makes them nightmares, not dreams. 
Xion and Axel don't come to the clock tower anymore. I thought maybe if I got everything off my chest with them, I might stop having the nightmares. But so much for testing that theory. 